Each week, we take a moment, sit down, and talk about things going on at the road in what we call the Road Detour. Hey, welcome to the Road Detour. And today, I've uh, got a couple of really special people, uh, special in the life of the church and special to me. This is Charles and Margaret Blass. How you guys doing? Doing well. Margaret? Doing good. Doing good? Doing good. So we're going to start off with the hard questions. Where's your favorite place to eat? Local place to eat, Charles? Wish you hadn't asked that. <laughs> I guess on, uh, on uh, I can't think of the name of the restaurant now that we go to up on 23rd. American Dixie Diner. Yeah. How did I know it. that? How did I know that? American Dixie Diner. Is that your favorite place too, Margaret? Pretty much. Pretty I like much. the Pelican also. Like Pelicans? What do you like at Pelicans? They're Hawaiian chicken. Hawaiian chicken. What do you get when you go to American Dixie Diner, Charles? Probably what she tells me. Whatever she tells you to. <laughs> whatever right. the doctor ordered. That's huh? right. Yeah. You guys been to a movie lately? No. When was the last time you had a date night? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I told you I was going to have some fun. <laughs> I'll let her answer that. <laughs> a date night. Every night's a date night. You know, us. if my wife were here at that, you know, when the kids are gone, it's different, isn't it? It is. It is. It Every is night's different. a date night. It really is. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, Charles and Margaret, you're charter members of the church. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Been here since how long? 1986. 1986. 86. Yeah. Is that when we met, when we first like had the little meeting under the tree? I that was the first service we had. Okay. That the missionaries from Fort Worth were here, and he taught uh, our Sunday morning service on the 22nd of June, 1986. Uh, 1986. 86. 86 mm -hmm. yes. On the what day of June? June the 22nd. 1986. And somewhere, Stephanie's grandpa factored into this, right? Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. he, he was... A, a devout person. He really liked to tell uh, tell the people where to plant the new churches, uh -huh. and he was involved in this one. In the planting of this church mm -hmm. from Carter Park. Carter Park. Yeah, from Carter Park. And you guys have been here since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Not many people left that were part of the beginning of this church, and uh, from 1986 to 2023, come a long ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure has. Yeah. Do you, tell me some of the significant stories you remember about the beginning of this church. Okay. Um, significant for us was that we were looking for a, not not necessarily a new church, but we we felt that God was really leading us from where we were. And we visited around, and nothing came up. And one of our former pastors called us and said, Did you know there was going to be a church at Choctaw Road in Reno? And his words were, You need to be involved in it. And that's how you got started mm -hmm. here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember a dream you had? Do I remember? About this church? I, I remember thinking that, that something big was going to be here. Do you remember a dream about some kids that you used to share with me? That you had a dream that you saw kids everywhere uh, playing out here before there was anything here? I uh, do. I recall some of that. Yeah. Times that the churches could the church couldn't pay the bills and people had to rally up. That's right. Yeah. That's all right. kinds of things. And uh, 
And you've had some good men come through. I know Keith Miller was really close to you yes, guys. Yes, he was. Very close. Yeah. Where is Keith now? He's Is he still heading up the missions organization? He, he is, and he lives in Colorado. Okay. All right. Good family, good yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And uh, somewhere, somewhere about 1980, I say no, it'd be 1997, 98, I came and did a revival over here. I don't know exactly what year that was. I remember the revival. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was our first meeting. I knew Keith because we'd pastored in the same little town. Mm-hmm. He was in town. I was out in the country, and we'd uh, known each other from that, and he invited me to come over and I do a revival. It was a couple years after that that you guys, you were on the pulpit committee. Right. You may be the last guy around here that was on that pulpit committee. Could be. <laughs> I'm trying to think because Bruce Coker yeah. was on it. Um, uh, trying to think. Dwayne Trout was on that pulpit mm-hmm. committee. Uh, and life has just led some of them a different direction. And life has taken some of them home. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, but you were there. Yep. And uh, I tell you this, I try to be a person who tells people – while I can tell them, rather than waiting till they're gone, how much they mean to me. And I'll tell you often that I love you, and you have been a faithful friend to me well, in my entire time here. You have been to us, too. And I've always felt like that we got into a need that we could call you. And that doesn't happen very often that you have confidence that people would, would help you. Well, and, uh, But it's been, a, it's been an interesting battle. It really has. Yeah, and you guys, uh, have you watched the church go? I think, if I remember correctly, uh, high attendance Sunday, the Sunday I came, and it was about 250 people. And uh, and now we're almost 10 times that. Yeah. Um, and, and the people that show up here, and it's been amazing. And, you know, that dream you had about kids playing, we will load up tomorrow and take 427 people to uh, our third grade through our eighth grade camp. Wow. At Camp uh, Camp wow. Edge, but at Camp Wow. And God's just been so good. Yes, he has. He's just been so good. He has. And one of the things in the dedication service that we had, um, it was the emphasis was give God the glory. Mm-hmm. And that's what I see in our church is that what we do is we try to do everything God's way and give him the glory. You know, uh, it's crazy. And we talk about this as a staff, but if you look at our ministry staff, very few, and I'm not sure we've got anybody right now that came out of a church that works here. I I came from, uh, well, I came from a church, but before that I was in the engineering field. Victor was in the banking field. Jason, our tech team was in the education field. Natalie was in the education field. Dustin was a college recruiter. Uh, Elijah worked for AT and T. I'm going down the list. Uh, well, Matthew started in the business world. He actually had a had a job and stuff in the business world before he surrendered the ministry. So it's been it's an unusual team that God put together. Um, you know, Paul said, "Not many wise, not many strong." That's kind of us. Uh, none of us have that thing we can look at and go, hey, yeah, because of what we knew before we got here, we can point to that. No, it has to be pointing to God. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. That, that God has accomplished some great, great stuff. You know, I remember something that come to, comes into my mind as something special. We had a whole group of uh, people, and I don't remember, Carter Park and uh, what was the Wilmot, Wilmot Place. Place. And everybody was here, and I got the opportunity to, to deliver a message. And I remember going out and standing and, and pointing down south and said, 
there is where we need to be. We have got to go out and to witness to people and try to drag them in to your service. And that has always stood in my mind. I don't know why I got to say that, but I did. Yeah. And I'm thankful for it. Yeah. It's meant a lot to me to think back on times like that. And it kind of makes your heart pound a little bit. But you know why you're here, right? I hope. I mean, you like, right. Because, like, I, I'm si- I, you're 20 years older than me, right? Because I'll be 63 this year. You said you were 83. How old are you, Charles? 86. 86. So you're roughly 20, 23 years older than me. And at my age, I start looking at the finality of life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can look back at pouring your life into something eternal something that matters, some, something that's the reason you were alive. Uh, how long have you been retired, brother? Oh, I don't even remember when I retired. It's been so long. 1990, okay. he retired. So you retired 10 years before I came to this church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so tell me, if you looked at your retirement, where would you say the majority of your energy, your, your time, your effort went after your retirement? At church. That's right. You put your life into something that matters. It's the only thing that matters to us. Yeah. Trying to do what God wants us to do, and it's been a challenge a lot of times, yeah. a lot of times. But it's always come come out the way it should be. Well, you know what's been fun is to watch each other grow. Mm. You're not the same man you were when I came here. Hopefully, I'm not the same man That's I was right. when I came here. And uh, you know, I can't tell you how many times you come down at the end of a service and grab me, and you'll say, "Man, that was one of the better messages I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. You're right. You still write them in your Bible. Yeah. Still do. We hate guys like you, pastors <laughs> do. You realize that, right? He does two uh, of the Bible. Reading plan? He does that one, and he does one that he was already doing before that. Yeah. So well, You write them sermons down in the side of your Bible and the date we preached them and all that stuff. It keeps you from going back and using them again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys so, come down and go, you done preached that sermon, pastor. You know what they told us in seminary? Wasn't good enough to be preached the first time anyway. <laughs> I never heard it put like that. <laughs> you know, when you bring things up in, in your sermon, it affects you. It really does change things. Yeah. It makes you look back and think, what could have I done better or different? Yeah. And uh, it's been an interesting travel. Yeah. And uh, we're getting to the age where we don't know how much longer we've got to re- live with it. But we want to stay with it. You guys walk with me through the loss of my wife. You walk with me when God gave me another wife. And, uh, man, you've just been there through so many great and wonderful seasons of my life. Yes. And you don't know how what you mean to ask. I, I recall one thing that I always think about on you. Oh, no. And that's meeting at Salisaw. Yeah, hiding out. <laughs> I was pastoring a church in southeast Oklahoma, and we were talking, and we didn't want them to know. We had to find a neutral ground, so... We, was it Western Sizzling? Is that uh, what it, I don't remember which restaurant, but it's in, it's in Salisaw. Salisaw. I think it was a Western Sizzling or Golden Crest, something, something like that. Something yeah. like that. And uh, we snuck up there and, and met together up there at uh, Salisaw. It turned out some of your church members were there. Yeah, <laughs> You can't hide, right? You can't hide. Well, <laughs> those are good memories. They are good memories. Good a, lot memories. Of, a lot of fun times that we had. Uh, I remember going to... Uh, Branson, a young man, we were talking, I met him outside this one of those places you go up there, and we was talking about church, and 
told him I was from Choctaw Road Baptist Church. He said, I hate your guts. <laughs> you stole our pastor. <laughs> and I came out, I wished I'd have got his name. I remember that story, but I can't remember who it was. Well, I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. But it, it was interesting. Well, if you look back and you were to tell, say, a young couple, some of these young guys and stuff that are working here on a tech crew in our church, what, what, what advice would you give them? Raising up a family in today's world. Well, I think one thing is to always seek God's will. Whatever you're going to do, don't just jump out and do it. And we've made a lot of mistakes in our life uh, doing things too quickly without well, thinking them through. And I think it needs to be thought, what What do I really need to do? You know, I, um, for parents, you need to give yourself a lot of grace. Uh, there's no such thing as a perfect parent, and there's no such thing as a perfect kid. And when you put two imperfect things together, there are going to be some messes, and there are going to be some mistakes. And, uh, you know, I say this all the time, if we had it all together, we don't need a Savior. And the reason we need Jesus is we don't have it all together. Right. And and but But gleaning wisdom from you guys who have, you know, lived through so many things in your life. What year What year were y'all born? 1936, me. 36? 39 for her. So you're on the edge of the Depression, the backside of it. It is over, but things weren't wonderful. That's right. Um, and then you lived through a war of war. Yeah. And uh, Korean War. Did you serve in the military, Charles? Uh, yeah, but it wasn't any of the war times. Yeah, but what, what, what branch were you Air in? Force. Air Force. Okay. As air, air policeman. Okay. And then spent a lot of time at Tinker? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I worked after I got out, got out of the military. I went to work at Tinker. It was a blessing. You guys and I'm I'm really digging, but y'all lost a baby. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me just a just a second of that. How did you work through that? Um, you know, I think that because I never saw him, um, that. I, I miss him more now than I did back then, and I was only 18. And he just w he was just born too quick, too uh -huh. early. He just wasn't—his lungs were not, not developed. developed. And um, it was hard because what, we didn't have you, any money. What do you wonder, Margaret? When you say you miss him, what do you wonder about? You wonder what he looks like? I wonder what he looks like, even though they—you know, they— Gave me some information about how he looked. Right. But you you wonder what he looks like now. Yes, yes, and mm -hmm. what he would be like being our oldest child. Right. And he he is um, buried at Fort Sam Houston, and right now we're trying hard to find out how to move him because of our age— and we're not able to go there. And I, I did know, not know that. Um, it's hard. It's it's hardly possible, actually. Yeah. I did not know y'all were trying to do that. Uh, we we, we may here. not. We may not get it done. But if so, there's some other options that we can do yeah. that can recognize uh, where he is. And, and you know, you'll see him. Yeah. Can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. And lately, it's been more impressive on me than it has in the past. You stay busy, and now we know we're starting to get to the age where we may not be around very much longer, and we want somebody to know 
of course our children know, but it's not the same. We want him here. You gonna put him in like a family burial plot for he, you guys? Yes. Yeah, that's and what we'd like to do. Preferably. Yeah. I can't. I, you know, I feel like I know y'all fairly well, and I did not know that was going on for you guys. Yeah. Well, we've we, had that in our mind for a long time to try to try to move him here. No one seems. And we to don't have, know how to even do it. You know. No one seems to have the information that we need. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of people are going to see this, and so if you have information that can help Charles and Margaret, reach out to them. Let them know this would be something to be really special to them, a way to bless them. It would for sure. Well, I love you guys, and I thank you for taking time to just sit down with me and reflect a little bit and pass some stuff on to our folks that are watching and talk about, you know, things are moving so fast at the church. Sometimes we don't pause and think about where we came from, uh, how hard some of those years were, uh, and, you know, what God has brought us through, and we're grateful for those things. Well, he's furnished us with some good pastors, and you're one of the best. Well, I appreciate that. I'm really I'm really glad I get to that. do what I love doing, and and I love you guys. I do, and thanks for being here with us today. Thank you, and we love you. Thanks for tuning in and uh, spending some time with us on the Road Detour, and we look forward to seeing you Sunday, Wednesday, or on the next detour. <laughs>